Hello, hello, how are you? This is Brenda Shoshana returning with the podcast Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. This is another episode today. This episode is entitled The Only Real Miracle. Wow. What could that possibly mean? Of course, we have many, many, many miracles that happen in our lives all the time. Certainly. We all want miracles, and they come. There's sometimes a sudden change in our relationship, or our fortune, or someone appears in our life, an old friend that we haven't seen for a long time, we're so happy. Or healing can happen quickly, find the right physician, find the right support system. One door opens, another door closes. We can all think of these as miracles, and they are. They are. They're gifts. They're changes. They're differences in our life conditions that make things so much better. And certainly, of course, we're very grateful for them. Nobody is saying we're not. There's a reason to be grateful, and we are. However, there's another kind of miracle that we're talking about today, and this is a very interesting miracle. In fact, it's based on a saying by one of my favorite authors, Henry Miller. So, before I actually tell you what he says, what the miracle is, I want to say that this is not to negate other wonderful things that happen in life. But Henry Miller is saying to us that the only real miracle, real miracle, is standing still. (laughs) I always love that statement so much. The only real miracle is stopping just stopping, being quiet, taking a breath. And basically what he's suggesting is we're stepping off the merry-go-round of life that we've been whirling around on for just even a few moments. That's a miracle. That's pretty hard to do because this merry-go-round of life goes round and round. It seems to have an energy of its own, and it's pretty hard to stop it. And very hard to get off as well. There are so many things that keep us on this whirling merry-go-round. First of all, we want to catch that golden ring. There's something we're chasing. There's something we're looking for. And and it feels like it's fun. Am I going to get this golden ring? And that's, that's one of the fuels that keeps us going round and round on the merry-go-round. So that's fine. It could be fun for a while. But then afterwards, we can get a bit dizzy. We could look outside, down across from the merry-go-round and see trees and a pond and other parts of life, too, that we may not be able to access. So our wishes, our beliefs, our needs, our dreams keep us on a merry-go-round of life, keep us going endlessly, almost unconsciously, almost automatically. As, as if we just keep going like robots sometimes in our life. So that's what he's referring to. What a miracle to just stop. Just for a little while even, to stand still, or to sit still, or to be still. Just to stop. If we can manage to do that, if we can stop really stop for a few moments and get off that whirling ride, something brand new has a chance to happen. 
first of all, when we're quiet and still, we have a chance to really look at the merry ground and what it is that we're really chasing after. What is it? What is this golden ring really that's keeping me going like this? And what's going to happen when I get it? Is it really worth putting all my fuel and my life's force into this? Will it give me what I'm really hoping for? Or perhaps it's not the golden ring at all. It's just the thrill and excitement of catching it and saying, wow, look, I'm a winner. I caught it. That can be fun. But is that a fuel for an entire lifetime? And what price are we paying for this? That's a very big question. What are we missing along the way if we're going around and around, just going after one golden ring or another? It's something else that fuels this ride is that we think we have problems. We do have problems, so many things that have to be handled. And once one situation or problem is handled, another pops right up. Once we pay one bill, there's another one coming along down the road. So we have great, we feel we have to keep going like this because what's going to happen to my problems or my difficulties if I'm not constantly making sure that they're being handled, going around and around, keeping my focus on the problem, the difficulty, or the golden ring that I'm going to get once the problem is solved. We very seldom stop to say, well, what kind of a solution have I found to the problem? Is this solution bringing me real satisfaction? Sadly, most of us become addicted to solving problems. And this addiction itself guarantees us that there will always be an endless supply of problems to be solved. If you have an addiction and you want something, it will keep appearing and appearing in your life because you're attracting it, because you need it. It's almost like air that you breathe. My God, who will I be without my problems? Who would I be? That's a very interesting question. It's an important question. It could be very scary, the idea of absolutely just standing still, doing nothing, being no one, just being there while the merry-go-round is going around and around. But when we're able to do this, something really new can happen. And what that is, is our problems can still go whirling around on the merry-go-round, but we're not spinning with them. We've stopped the spin. They can spin around. But now we're standing on the side, enjoying the breeze, perhaps, or the sky, or... Maybe a beautiful little child passes by and we're playing with the child. Wow, there's such a beautiful world (laughs) beyond the merry-go-round. Who knows what we'll see there, what we'll feel there, what we'll find there. We've not really taken the time to look because the obsession, the obsession with the golden ring and with solving the problems, it just keeps us living with blinders on. And things that don't seem important can be very important and can be very precious and very delicious. 
The wonderful Zen master Suzuki Roshi has a little, not so little, a terrific suggestion, and he suggests that we enjoy our difficulties. And I always loved it when I read that statement of his. Enjoy your difficulties. Wow. At first I thought, how can we do that? What does he mean? But really what he means is that when we're endlessly involved in solving problems and in dealing with difficulties, there's really little enjoyment to be had in the usual way when we're whirling around on that merry ground. But when we've stepped to the side and stopped for a few moments, we can then enjoy the day, enjoy ourselves, and we may even see that this, what we're thinking of is such a problem. It's not even a problem. It's just a gift that we've been given to play with. Oh, yeah, that's happening. It's coming and going like everything else on the merry-go-round. It's not life and death. It's a condition we've been handed, and there must be many ways of being with that condition. In fact, that problem or condition could hold a secret key with a completely new answer when it's looked at differently, when it's related to differently. We're not taking it as a matter of life and death. We're looking at it with a broad perspective. So as we stop clinging to the problem or fighting with it or we let go of our obsession about it, it can fall into a new perspective The events of our life can fall into a new place and actually the possibilities become larger. Suddenly we can see new paths to explore. Or we may even decide, hmm, I'd rather take on another problem or another situation to play with. This one isn't so much fun anymore. It's not as if we're going to just not tend to what's important, but we let what's really important come to the foreground and provide a new way for it to be attended to. I really would like to suggest that you just try this out. You know, these are words I'm saying, they're thoughts, they're ideas, but it's so wonderful when we put it into practice. Try it out for yourself and see. Why not just try to take a moment and notice how you go around and around on your own merry-go-round? Just notice it. That very noticing is actually a form of stopping. Where are you whirling to and how does that feel? And how far away is the golden ring? Is it what you really, really want? Or how long will it be before you start whirling again, looking for something else? These are very important questions, and when we stop, we're able to attend to them. When we stop, you just let yourself be where you are and take it all in, and let whatever it is that's happening happen. Enjoy the time, see what appears, See what it is you truly would like to do with the day, where you might really want to go, rather than around and around. As we practice stopping and taking our hands off the world, the real miracle becomes clear and alive. That real miracle is you. You're the miracle. You're it. You have it. You know it. 
All the possibilities are alive within you when you take the time to stop and let them appear. I hope you enjoyed our little talk for today. I enjoyed being with you and I thank you for coming along for the ride. Um, if you would like to hear more of these talks or communicate with us, the website is zenwisdomtoday.com. They're also available on iTunes, Google, and so forth. And um, thanks very much for listening and being with us. Again, if you would like to communicate with me, my personal email is topspeaker at yahoo.com, or you could leave a message on the page, zenwisdomtoday.com or anything that works for you. Thanks again, and have a beautiful day. So good to be with you.